you have to remember that it only takes one, right? For most people, you're only looking for one job and it only takes one person to give you an interview and then to say that you are qualified and that you can get the job. There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. We are happy to have you back with us on the podcast as always. And if you want more degree free, because why in the world would you not? You are going to run, not walk over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to grab our free weekly newsletter. Ryan and I send this out once a week. It has resources. It has stuff that we think is cool. It has degree free news like apprenticeships, jobs, and companies that are rolling back degree requirements, you are not going to want to miss it. So go on over there and sign up to get that delivered to your inbox once a week. Awesome. Let's get into today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about your biggest problem, finding a job. Oh, yeah. And that's self-elimination. Now, not everybody has this problem, but a lot of people do. I think most people do. I think it's safe to say most people do. And it is the biggest problem. The reason why is because if you self-eliminate, you're definitely not getting the job. <laughs> you're 100% not going to get the job if you don't, you apply, for don't it. apply for it. Yeah. 1000%. How do we know this? Because they won't know you exist. Exactly. And so it seems really simple, but after doing this for a while and talking to job seekers and job hopefuls and people that are looking for jobs and job trying like to that. transition their careers this is something that's huge and specifically what we're talking about with self-elimination i mean we're really talking about everything but one of the biggest things that we see is when it says college degree required yeah this is where people just need to relearn boldness and this applies to college graduates as well who see if you have a bachelor's and you're looking at a job that requires a master's degree but you could do the job um apply for it anyway we call it applying fearlessly. And we say that because everybody's scared, right? Like everybody's scared of rejection. And it's funny too, because rejection nowadays is just silence. You know, it's not, it's not even, it does get discouraging after a while, but it's not like you're going to lose face. You're sending in a job application to a company that you'll probably never cross paths with if they reject you. Who cares? But people get really hung up on it and they will, they are their hardest critics for sure. Yeah, definitely. And specifically with the college degree required, one of the things that people start to say is, oh, well, it says college degree required, so I better go get a college degree. And that is literally the last thing that you should do because it is super risky to get a degree. It costs a lot of money up front and for maybe having a benefit at the end. Yeah. And that's if you're even able to make it to make it all the way through, which most people are not. So instead of doing that, you could look at the job listing and you could do something that we call how to find a job backwards. And that's its own whole thing. Basically, you get every skill or requirement on there except the degree, because who cares? Exactly. 
or at least a bunch of them, mm-hmm. right? What I always say and what we always say is if you match 50% of the job. Realistically though, nowadays 30% is probably enough to do the job sometimes. If you <laughs> match 50% of the job description and you can convince somebody else that you can do the other half of it, or you can learn the other half, then okay, then apply. And then if they don't like you, they'll weed you out in the interview or they'll weed you out right there. They'll be like, screw this guy. Yeah. And they'll throw your, throw your application away just like everybody else's. Nowadays, and this is something that's come from talking to HR professionals, both some that we're related to and then through just through doing our, this podcast and our TikTok and stuff like that, you can just safely assume that the job description is a mess. Uh, safely assume that the job description is not accurate um, and it's not up to date and that it doesn't actually matter. It's just barely, barely, barely follow it when you're self-eliminating because it's not going to help you. Um, you look at the skills and assume that those skills are probably accurate because probably historically they are, but the rest of it, you know, you really just, you really just got to apply. And don't don't get too hung up on the description. With the how to find a job backwards, that is a whole process that we talk about at length in another episode. And you can definitely go back and listen to that episode. We'll link to it to griefree.co slash podcast and you can find it. Also, this episode is blog article. We thought that this was so important because it's kind of the basis of a lot of our philosophy that we kind of wrote a little philosophy how to guide of applying fearlessly and how to not self-eliminate. So with applying fearlessly, we kind of alluded to it at the beginning, but people are usually afraid of two things is breaking the rules and then getting rejected. Yeah. Right. Like those are the two things that we hear all the time. And with breaking the rules, it's like, I don't want to be a rule breaker. Like I don't want them to just throw my application away. I don't, I don't want to get put in jail break the law here's the thing about rules though like it, it and i think that really where, where we get kind of convoluted is rules and laws and i know that because our tiktok frequently gets reported for telling people to apply without college degrees to job descriptions that require them people are under the impression that is illegal it is both legal and ethical a lot of people think it's illegal and unethical. They would be wrong on both counts. And it's just, that's just asinine, honestly. The, it's the silliest thing in the world to <laughs> assume that you are going to uh, incur a consequence by sending in an email, because that's essentially what you're doing. An email of a digital paper that has your name and information on it. Who cares? Again, as I said, the consequence in most cases is silence. That is the worst thing that's going to happen to you. I would say don't worry about breaking some sort of unwritten rule when well, applying. Rules that rules that don't apply to you, that don't matter. There aren't any rules. Like yeah. companies don't care if you have a degree. Like they don't care. Yeah. What they care about is whether or not you can bring value and succeed in that role. Yeah. That's what they care about. Let's back up for a second and let's say, Ryan, they absolutely care. They care so much. They care a lot. All right, perfect. Let's say they care. What's changed? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. You still don't have that job. Right. And you still won't get it if you, if you sit back and you don't send an email. Exactly. So either way, that leaves you we, at <laughs> we end at the same place, which is send it. <laughs> send in your application. S- shoot your shot. We're kind of laughing here and almost minimizing it. No, but it's it's sad and it's really affected a lot of people at the same time, which is, it's fr- it's frustrating because of the amount of people it has kept back from jobs they could have done. Exactly. Yeah. And we understand that, yes, is it the company's fault and is it the company's problem to deal with now? Definitely. Yeah. 
100%. And do we know that we're all taught to follow those unwritten rules? Yes, we know. Because Ryan and I both grew up in American school system. So we know. Exactly. But at this point, especially for you, the job seeker, there's nothing that you can do to make that company take down that requirement. Yeah, You can't fight the institution. What you can do is apply. Exactly. And if you apply and you get the job, well, then obviously they didn't care about whether or not you had a college degree. One step closer to learning that lesson. I would I would argue that I, I would bet, and this is just this is just how I feel about this, but from what I've read and what I've seen, I would bet that there are very few, and I'm not talking about doctors, I'm not talking about lawyers, but I'm talking there are probably very, very few jobs, like and I mean specific job titles, like uh, at different companies where there has not been at least one person who for a job that required a degree that did not have one that has held that job at some point. Like, and I don't mean in the past, I mean, in recent history, like in the last 10 years, I, I think that that's fair. And I think that it happens way more than we think. And I don't think people report it. So I don't think there's accurate numbers on it, but I do think that you can safely assume that at some point, somebody without a degree held that job. Absolutely. And the second thing that I wanted to talk about was the rejection part, right. And just overcoming it. And like you said, Hannah, like the worst that can happen nowadays is that you get silence. It's like you just don't hear anything back. And silence can be brutal. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not minimizing that. I'm not saying that it doesn't suck. Especially extended silence. Exactly. Like there are people, I think the average unemployment time just came down. I think it was at 29 weeks a few months ago. I think it's like 20 two to 26 weeks or something like that, which is like a long time. And dude, that'll crush you. That's like a, a that's a half a year. Yeah. It's a and long time. To, especially if you're hearing silence from these applications that you're putting in, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. That being said, that's the worst that can happen. I guess I guess fear setting like like Tim Ferriss would, the worst thing that could happen would be the recruiter <laughs> emailing you. I mean, they could email you a rejection, but the worst, worst, worst case scenario would be a recruiter emailing you and be like, how dare you apply to this job without a bachelor's degree well, in communications? <laughs> how I, dare you do that? If we're doing that exercise and we can link to fear setting in the show notes for people that don't know about it. If we're doing that exercise, really the... They post your application on LinkedIn. They say, look at this person who dared to apply to this job. They're underqualified, blah, blah, blah. Nobody hired them. That's the worst thing that can happen. Ever. Well, no, the worst thing that could happen is that they reach out to your job and they say, oh, well, look at this person. This person is looking for other work. Now your job says, okay, well, screw this person because they're looking for other work and then they fire you. Ooh. Like that's the worst that can happen. Okay, you're right. That's right? the worst. Like, that's and then you lose your job and you can't get another job. Now you're homeless and then you can't pay your car. But there we exactly. go. Exactly. That's it. Right. And your life is over. There yeah. We go. Okay, that so. reminds me so much. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go on a tangent here. I'm going to tell a story. And that reminds me so much. I was trying to do, I trying to learn how to do a backflip. And <laughs> okay. I was, I was on the beach with one of my friends and you know it's slanted and oh. it's sand and he's try trying to spot me and i'm just like not committing i'm not like fully committing uh, to the flip committing to the flip and so he keeps having to like spot me more and more and he goes come on just commit like you just gotta commit uh jump back and tuck your legs he's <laughs> like what's the worst that can happen what I, I, I don't catch you. You hit your head on the ground. You break your neck. You can't walk for the rest of your life. I mean, that's it, right? <laughs> yes, that is right. That is right. <laughs> so Ryan and I did. That was so funny. <laughs> I, 
I did you break your neck? Didn't break my neck. Nice. <laughs> I did try. Did you commit? I did commit, but I didn't do it. Oh. So I don't know. Wow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I just shot myself in the foot by telling you guys (laughs) that story. This is a terrible Aesop's fable. (laughs) (laughs) I want my money back. (laughs) The hair did not win at the end. And I really don't know what lesson I'm supposed to take away from this. Anyway, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) We're having a lot of fun, guys. So, yes. Fear setting for these things. I mean, that's the worst thing that could happen, but what's the likelihood of that happening, right? Um, like what's the like... Zero, 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 one percent. What's the likelihood of that happening? Probably pretty low. And with overcoming rejection, what I've found to be very helpful for a lot of people is to know the numbers, right? And we talk about it a lot. And for longtime listeners, you already know this, but it takes a hundred applications on average to get one job offer. We like to say that it takes 100 job applications to get one interview. And so that means you're going to get rejected a lot. A lot. A lot. You're going to be hearing silence a lot. Or you're not qual- or you're we need a someone with different qualifications, blah blah blah. And it sucks. There are different ways that you can handle and deal with rejection. We did a whole episode on it i'll put the link in the show notes and if you guys just want to go back on spotify or whatever you're listening to and and look for it it's it's there it's how to deal with rejection the biggest thing is that you just got to get over it you've got to keep going and you got to keep sending those applications in you have to remember that it only takes one right for most people you're only looking for one job and it only takes one person to give you an interview and then to Say that you are qualified and that you can get the job. The next thing that I wanted to talk about is just the mindset of feeling qualified. You are qualified. If they hire you, you definitely are. If you know you can do the job, or like I said, if you know that you can do 50% of the job and you're sure that you can convince somebody else that you can do the other 50 or that you can convince somebody that you can learn it, you don't have to be sure that you can learn it. You just have to convince somebody that you can learn it. Yep. As I I said to someone on TikTok once... Hired is hired. <laughs> exactly. Then you're qualified. Apply anyway. Yep. Apply fearlessly. What are they going to do? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> right. And so that seems minuscule, but from talking to so many people. No, you basically have to unpack your entire mentality about this and then repack it. And you have to lose the shame. It doesn't serve you. Um, it's not going to help you. So ditch it. One of the things that we hear a lot, and we talk about this a lot on this podcast, is when you're talking about qualifications. A lot of people that listen to this podcast are trying to make career transitions. They're trying to go from one industry into another industry, completely different industry, or they're trying to go from one role and they're trying to get up the next ladder rung on, you know, in the same industry. All right. Well, if that's you, what a lot of people think is like, oh, I'm not qualified, especially the people that are going from one industry to another industry. What they do is they look at their qualifications. They look at their past experience and they say, well, I'm only a restaurant server or I only stock shelves at Walmart and I am not qualified to do this thing in tech. If that's the mindset that you're coming at it from, then yeah, you're not going to get hired. What we're trying to do here in the job application process or in the job search process is we're trying to get this hiring manager to understand how our experience can bring value to their role, to their job to their department. And that's your job until they give you the job that you're trying to apply for. Exactly. By you thinking that you have no skills because you just worked retail, that attitude 
is not going to help them connect the dots of how you fit in into their role. No, do it but for if them. You, exactly. If you do it for them and you say, well, I have all this customer service experience. I understand all of these different soft skills, teamwork, communication, you know, I'm detail oriented, whatever it is that you have to say, whatever it is that you have to say and whatever stories you have to tell to tell that person to show them, to show them that you are qualified, right? Like that's, what's going to get you the job. That's, what's going to make you make that leap Mm -hmm. into that, into that different career. So just remember that it's a, it's a simple point, but a lot of people forget it. The last thing that I will say in the blog article that we write, it's much more thorough than we're going over now. We kind of go over the three most common excuses. And so you can find the blog article at degreefree.co slash podcast. It'll be in the show notes. But the last thing I wanted to talk about was connecting the dots, kind of diving a little bit deeper there. You have really two options. If you still haven't got over the degree requirement, quote unquote. And the first is going to be related to what I was just talking about, which is focus on the skills that you have. When you go into the interview, when you're showing your resume, don't focus on the things that you don't have. Focus on the skills and the experience that you do have. Once again, pretty simple stuff. As we always say, it's simple, but not always easy. And so instead of saying, I don't have a college degree, you say, well, I have all of this experience in doing this and I can bring value to your role by doing this. Tell them, don't, don't focus on what's, ner- what's not there. Focus on what is there. For some people, that's still not enough to get over it. Okay. Fair that's, enough. That's valid. Sure. The next thing that you're going to do then is you're going to skill up. Learn stuff. And that's going to be degree-free pathway number five. Learn a you, skill. Learn a skill. And then if you wanted to, for some people, you could do degree-free pathway number three, which is earn a license or certification. You might do both. Do both of them at the same time if you want. And for those that are confused, the degree-free pathways, go back and listen to that episode. That's kind of the basis of everything that we're going to talk about. Really useful. Yeah. And skill up, learn a skill, and then go back and get a job. And that way you don't have that imposter syndrome anymore. You don't have to worry about whether or not you should be there or you shouldn't be there. I mean, many times you are going to still worry about that, especially when you get when you get your first job. But just because you get hired doesn't mean everybody thinks that you need to know everything about that job. No. And they won't expect you to. There'll be people there uh, w- re- ready and willing to help you. And most people are a lot more understanding of beginners than you'd, than you'd think. Yeah. One last thing that I want to hammer home before we wrap this episode up is that companies do not want people with college degrees. Companies want people to do work. And at the end of the day, most of them do do not actually care whether or not you have the four-year degree if you can do the work. That's just that's just a lay of the land. That's just how it is. People are going to get real upset that I said that, but it's just true. And you need to keep that in the back of your mind because once you realize that and once you start acting in that way, you'll find that a lot of doors open to you. Once you stop eliminating yourself from the running. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Like we talked about, there's a lot of resources in this episode and you can find everything at degreefree.co slash podcast, the five degree free pathways, the blog article that kind of goes and breaks all of this down for you, how to handle rejection and keep going. There's even an episode that we've done in our podcast about imposter syndrome when you first get into companies. So definitely give those episodes a listen because they're helpful. And if you want more degree free, because 
why would you not? You're going to want to go over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to grab the newsletter that Ryan and I send out once a week, degree-free jobs, resources, degree-free news like apprenticeships, companies that are rolling back requirements, and just stuff that we think is cool. So go on and over and grab that. And if you guys wanted to support the podcast, the best way that you could do that is by giving us a review wherever it is that you get your podcast. That'd be great. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. And if you found this episode useful, share it with your friends. You know, if, if this could be useful to somebody else, definitely share it with them. Until next time, guys. Allah.